Hello and welcome to the Authentic Alliance podcast. This is a place for authentic conversation to occur. I am your host, Anthony Granger, and if you would want to know a little bit more about me and the services that I provide, things like coaching, an online men's group, and much more, please go over to my Instagram, which is Anthony Granger, or head over to my website, which is anthonygranger.com. Oh, Jason, welcome to the Authentic Alliance podcast, brother. Um, honestly, I'm so glad that you agreed to come on. Um, I like to start off the podcast just by telling you know, the guest a little, like one of the main reasons why, you know, I brought you on and why I wanted to have this conversation with you. And honestly, Jason, for you, um, I think I've told you this before because I know we have been, you know, talking a lot in the past few months, but like you secretly inspired me for fucking years without you even knowing it. <laughs> and it was by you just having that sense of authenticity around your business and around yourself and you not being scared to like put yourself out on Facebook and come up with all these new business ideas and not care if some of them fail or some of them, you know, go as far as you want them to go. But you're always just sure, like you would just keep showing up for yourself on, on Instagram and Facebook and you're putting yourself out there. And I was thinking, wow, I wish like one day I could be like that. I wish one day I could show the world <laughs> what I was actually getting up to and show the world like, what was going on behind closed doors for me. And like, I hope one day I'm not going to be scared of other people's judgment. And I am going to, you know, put myself out there and just go for it. And I remember one time in Australia, when we met in Australia with Joe, um, I remember one time, like I asked you to go for a copy, but I think you were busy and I was busy, but I was like so nervous. Cause like, that was me chance. And I wanted to like really sit down with you and like get to know the real Jason and like get to know like what, what goes on in your head and how you're able to like really show up for yourself oh, and yes. how you're able to like not care about other people's judgment. And honestly, I mean, it's been beautiful because the past few months I've actually been getting to know you fucking a lot better. And we actually have a great, like, like a beautiful friendship now. And it's because, you know, we are vulnerable and we are authentic with each other. Um, but yeah, that's the, the main reason why I wanted you to get you on. Plus, you know, I just think you're a fucking awesome dude and me friend as well. But the main reason was around just like, you truly being able to show up for yourself and show the world who you truly are, you know? So I just wanted you to see it. I just wanted to start off with that, you know? I appreciate that, man. I didn't even, I didn't, obviously didn't even realise that. And you should have just said, let's go for that coffee like when we're over there. No, yeah, I, think, I think we were both busy and there was things, you know, things <laughs> on and it's fine because I think everything's divine timing, you know? I think everything oh. happens at the right time. And like, even when I look back, like I was nowhere near having the confidence in myself to do anything back then. And I was still trying to figure it out. It was a very dark time for me back then. Cause it was just, everything was in the question about who I was, what I wanted to do. Why was I even in Australia? Who like, it was just a lot of chaos in my life right now, back then, I mean, sorry. So I feel like it all happened at the right time. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So first of all, Jason, I want to start off with um, just talking about like the old Jason, you know, I know that we obviously you're from from Sam, you're from my hometown, we know each other, we grew yep. up together, we both had the same similar childhood. Um, and you know, I think we're both on similar paths at the minute where we are both trying to be kind of entrepreneurs and we're trying to live the unconventional lifestyle. We don't want to live the nine to five to five job. We want to try and make our own niche, make our own market, be creative with our own ideas and just be entrepreneurs. And and I just want to talk about like your experience and how you grew up and the old Jason and how your mind used to work. And then I want us to try and transition into like, you know, when things started to change. And then I want us to talk about the new Jason. So yeah. Can you just start off talking about like what life used to be like for you when you were young? Yeah. Um, so 
when I was from when I was young, that's well, where do I start? Where do I start? <laughs> um, so the old me, I think, uh, yeah. So the old me, and and this sort of like it was something that you said, or I think I'm sure it was you said this in another conversation, like like recently. And it was about having to have people around you or something growing up. I don't know if that was you. It could have been someone else. It might have been somebody else. But, like, I remember, like, uh, so certainly from, like, teenage years, like, when everybody used to go out in big groups and stuff like that, or we used to go and do things, like, pictures or, or wherever. Like, I always used to be the one who, like, organised and instigate that and, and, and that sort of thing. So maybe then I didn't sort of want to be on my own. I don't really know. Maybe I didn't. I didn't definitely didn't know myself properly, mm-hmm. uh, or what I thought I knew, um, and I think not a lot of people like it's not like you don't know who you are, but it's like you tend to just go with the flow kind of thing of what's going on, uh, and and that's sort of like where I was back in the day. But I, the funny thing was, I always like, I don't know, um, I always felt like I had there was something more for us. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had some sort of purpose now. I don't know if that's like my ego or something or really like no I really do have a purpose I do honestly do feel like I do have a purpose uh, I feel like I've, I've found that purpose now uh, and it's now just about getting it out there to the, to the world and stuff and and, and 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 my purpose is is to is basically to help people uh, mm-hmm. help people through various different methods uh, with the food the fasting yoga like calisthenics, mindset, uh, just all that sort of stuff. It, it, and that's really, really what I want to be doing right now is just anything that's to do with my passion, anything to do where I can help people. And, and that's really what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old me, up until, I think until it was when I went to Ibiza for the first time for the first summer. So uh, when main, main plumber, main plumber went, Ibiza and it was like so the year before that that was actually the year before Ibiza um Ibiza season mm-hmm. uh, I went on holiday and it was like my first lads holiday it was my first time abroad and it was Ibiza and it was like sort of like if you think about it we I feel like we're in a sort of bubble sometimes uh wherever we are like it's not just here but like wherever we are we sort of like sometimes get stuck in a bubble and think that this is the only sort of area that we we, we can live in and, and that sort of thing. And it was when I went on holiday and, and like, it's, it's like meeting people and like talking to people and they're like, oh yeah, I'm doing this the summer here. I'm like, what, you living here for the summer? And like, for me, I've always been a person who's like, if you can do it, I can do it. Mm. Because like, who are you to me? You're just a, another human. So like if you're capable of doing that, then I must be I must be capable of doing that. So in my head, I was like, right, after that, it was sort of playing on my brain. And I was like, uh I was just thinking, like, I didn't have in my head like who who would come and come and do this with me, no. kind of and me and Plummer were sort of like we weren't really really like that close back then, but we'd sort of like knocked about together and stuff. And I think we were, we might have been training together at the time, I'm sure it was in gym fifty-five. And I think that's when I asked him, I was like, do you want to do like the summer in Ibiza? And he was like, yes, straight away. <laughs> and then it was like, right, so we booked flights and stuff, mate. We booked flights. Uh, and yeah, mate, like, we didn't even take that much when we went over, mate. It was just like, right, we're just going to go out and go at it and just 
do the best we can, mate, and we, we smashed it. We had the, like we had the title of our life, mate. Um, yeah. Best of and and that for me was like again speaking to people who's there and um, other workers and stuff, and it was like, oh yeah, I I I, I done last summer in Ibiza. Uh, then I went off to Oz and then I've done this and then I'm back here in 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 Ibiza and I was like so people's like doing this and doing that and then that for me was just like actually you can you can do and go and be whoever you want to be yeah. and uh and then certainly when I when I came back to the UK I got back into I, I was had two IT jobs at the time and it was the second one was a contract and then I was contracting after that but uh a lot of the time I was working away from home. So I was like, is that, I lived in Derby for like eight months. I lived in Leeds for, for a little while. I, li- I like worked, I lived in Scotland for a couple of months. I've literally worked all over. And like since then, like going to Ibiza for the summer was my like start. So that was like the start of the, the journey of the new gym. I, had, I like that I because I like what you said there. I want to touch on that, like the bubble situation, because I mean, we were both from a small town. And it's not just Siam. It's not just the small town. Uh, it's everywhere around the world. We all get in our little bubbles. You know, I mean, I know I'm, I've been traveling and I'm in Canada now and I was in Australia and even in Australia and Canada, you, you find yourself in these small town like vibes and suburbs where they are very much also in their bubble. And it's funny because I had the exact same experience, Jason, where um, uh, I, I like it was just all my life. I just didn't know there was anything else out there. And if you don't know there's anything else out there, or there's no other option to take. Then how can you take that option? This, you know? And it's funny because I feel like growing up in a small town vibe, we do get stuck in that bubble. And because we haven't been shown another option, it's hard for us to even take another option. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to take that option. I mean, I feel like, you know, it's traveling and going off is not for everybody. It's definitely not for the people who want to do it. I feel like sometimes it can be hard for them to grasp and fathom if they haven't like met people or, you know, heard about people doing it. Because for me personally, I know when I was growing up, I my ex-girlfriend had two brothers who traveled and um, they used to tell me stories and stuff. And, you know, my friend, you know, Willa, you know, Willa uh-huh. went to Australia yeah. and I was like, wow, you can just you can just go like you can just get a visa in another country and like you can go and travel like that. Is <laughs> you know, and like that was the turning point for me as well. Just realizing like, holy fucking shit, like I can actually leave and just do what I want. And not only that, but <laughs> when I get there, I can kind of drop this persona of who, I, who I'm trying to be here because, you know, I, I grew up and I felt like I was always trying to, not in a, not in a, it was a very, me, me own, it was my own choice. You know, it was my own insecurities that was causing this, but I very much thought that I couldn't show myself to the world. And I always had to wear a mask around everybody around my hometown and the people I was knocking around with. And it was only from my insecurities, but the inspiration for me to go traveling wasn't just the traveling of beautiful, beautiful countries, but also like, holy fuck, I can be a new person. I can be who I want to be out there. I can drop me guard. I can, you know, I can meet new people and just show up for me and, you know, not care about other people's opinions because people doesn't know who, know who I am. Was, did you have a similar experience? Like where you're able to like kind of shed some old layers and become a new version of Jason? In some ways, I feel like it was it wasn't like a new version of Jason. It was like I've always had like this this the same sort of values and principles of like of how I am as a person, kind of thing. But maybe that didn't come across as much. Maybe I, I was like I did have a bit of more of a certainly in my teenage days up until maybe eighteen, nineteen or something. Maybe I did have a bit of a like how we see, like a, like wearing a mask kind of thing, like being a bit more 
uh, like let's say a tougher or whatever, do you know what I mean? Or yeah. like sort of acting like in that sort of way. Um to to sort of like how I think now. I don't I couldn't give a couldn't give a shit. I just like being a nice person and good being good to people because it's it makes you feel good and love we love makes the world go around and it's it's a yeah. bit as well, mate. Like I realized since I like started like doing more like like intentionally just doing more good good stuff happens here and it's like you know what it is it's like why wouldn't if you cut if you can do if you've got an opportunity right to be able to do something in your power right and it's not really going to take anything away from you mm-hmm. to be a good person whether that's like uh and i like paying a compliment with someone or just holding the door open or just do you know what i mean like why not yeah why 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 not because that can make all the difference to somebody else's dear and the, the way I see it is like it can be like a ripple effect, so they can do it to somebody else, and then that person does it to somebody else, and then the next person, and then it comes back to me, kind of thing. So like that's just sort of it. That's mm-hmm. that's how I sort of am. But I think yeah, um, going back to what you said, maybe I did sort of maybe I wasn't as as, as sort of definitely not as open as I was either. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing as well because I I would any sort of problem I had as well I would never. I would bottle it up, kind of thing. I wouldn't, wouldn't really speak to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I I realized that being one of my bit like quite, it's like what's it called, like a trait. Like, yeah. a, like that's one of my things that I need to work on, kind of thing. And I have. Um, I'm very open to people. Like I'm probably like really open to people. Like if some, if for instance, I'm making a cup of coffee at work. Like where I was working there, making a cup of coffee. It's Monday morning, and someone's like, "Oh, how are you? How 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 are you? And how was your weekend?" And like, if I haven't been good for two weeks or something, I, I, my my response was like, "I'm not too bad." Like, but my head has been up my ass for a couple of weeks, and this, that, and the other. And then I, and do you know what it is? Through that, though, sometimes I've actually sparked up conversations with people, and they've actually said, "Oh, well, do you know what? This, this, and this." And then they open up to me, so it's like a some yeah you can honestly i can i can uh, i can predict conversations with people like i'll see somebody walking up to somebody and, and and i know it's like hello are you all right and before they've even finished are you all right it's like yeah i am are you and it's like it's yeah. just it's it's, it's just it, and it's a habitual thing as well it's like it's just in our thing you're like are you and even if you're not doing good you're like yeah not so bad mm-hmm. kind of thing but and it's not a bad thing, but I just found for me, I I feel like I don't want to be put if I'm not having a good time, I don't want to be putting on the happy me all the time because it's yeah. again that's going against on how I'm feeling on the inside and stuff. And and again, going back to just being more open with people and getting things off your chest kind of thing. Not a big thing, but my head's been all over for the past couple of weeks. Um and sometimes just saying that just for make you feel a little bit better. And again, it's it, the, the other person might even like share something with you, which which like I say, they have done in, in the past. And it's uh, I love it, I, I it like relationships as well. So it's yeah. like I love that, Jason. I like love that you're actually because we all know what we were talking about just before this, just before we press record about that. And like it's true because what I used to think when I was young is like you know vulnerability is a weakness, and like you know I but I only used to think it was a weakness in myself. Have I ever seen someone else opening up or be vulnerable? I always used to think, fuck, like, that's, that's so cool. It's so courageous that they're able to be like that authentic and that upfront and actually tell people how they're actually feeling. 
Um, and what I believe, what I believe is, and like we were talking about is, I feel like we all need to like set, set, set the standard for the people. And if like me and you, or, you know, you and your day to day life or me and my day to day life, because this is something that I'm trying to spread the message of vulnerability and the message of like authenticity, meaning like, if you're feeling like shit, don't just say you're okay. I mean, you don't have to go so deep into like tell them your life problems and your secrets when you don't know them, but you can still just could be authentic because normally what happens with me is like you said, I, people are like, oh, how are you feeling? I'm like, well, you know, I probably had a shitty day yesterday. I was tired and I was feeling a bit like run down and depressed. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, see him. I was as well. Like, you know, like I'm feeling this way and this way. But when beforehand, if I was, I was like, yeah, I'm all right. Are you? Yeah, I'm all right. And we would have walked away from each other. Yeah. So I feel like the message here, what we're trying to see is kind of like, it's okay, don't not don't be afraid. Afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid to like, and I know it's hard and it, it does take time, but like, don't be afraid to once in a while, like tell people how you're actually feeling because you'd be surprised not only how you feel, like how powerful you feel by being able to admit to that, admit that to yourself, but also like how many more deep connections you'll make from that. Because like me and you, Jason, like we were talking about again off air, we were talking about like how we've grew up together. You know, we grew up, had a crazy childhood i mean we might even touch on that you know a lot of drugs and alcohol and you know a lot of partying and stuff and um but like i don't ever i didn't truly know you you know i didn't really know who jason was like i didn't you know i mean i know you were like a drinking friend we went out partying and stuff and i would have uh-huh. conversations but over the past year i think or six months that we've been talking because we're both very open to vulnerability and we're both very open to like being authentic with each other and speaking our mind like can you speak on this like our connection as being like our friendship is deep as ever uh, you know it's uh, i feel like you're a friend that you can rely on for support i'm you're a friend uh, that i can rely on for like like an honest reflection back to us that you can call us out on me shit you can give us some support you know it's like and that's that connection is something that i'm trying to promote as well you know and i think you are as well definitely miss. no I, I completely agree with you completely agree yeah um okay so I want so the thing started to change for you when you went to Ibiza and you started to realize like okay there's a there's a there's a life outside of there. Um, so what benefits do you think you've had from from living that life from from the from the person you were like living at home and then when you started to like you know go out into the world and travel a lot more so your whole experience so how long have you been traveling now like in a sense well, I would see since then it's like te- it's uh, it's ten years so it was ten years. 2011 that we we went and done the first season there yeah uh, so i want you to i want you to touch on like what benefits you have what benefits you've what got benefits? Out of that and also so, i want you to give i want you to give at the end sorry i don't want to cut you off but at the end i want you to give a little bit of advice to someone who's thinking about doing it you know and like what you right. would t- what you would tell to your old self what you would tell tell to yourself who would just before i went to Rebeza, like what would you tell yourself you know uh so um so what I learned from it, uh, what I get, get, what I gained from it, and learned from it was uh, that basically, again, you can do anything that you want, anything that you set your mind to. Um, it's, and I learned that um, So yeah, you can do anything you want and anything you put your mind to. And mm-hmm. I, I like, like I see it. I spoke to so many different people. Uh, like I made friends with so many different people from mm-hmm. different places, different backgrounds. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, for me as well, like I, I said, not that I would do it all the time, but maybe like judge people from appearance. And I think we're all guilty of this: is, is judging somebody based on on 
on maybe how they look or how, how they are sort of thing. And then when I've re- realized like through probably like deep like conversations with people that people deep down uh, we've all got the same sort of values and mm-hmm. it's about, like what you look like or anything like that kind of thing. And yeah, I've through that I think that's just expanded me to be able to uh, like like I say just I can have conversations with anybody even if it's like new people uh, from there I went on to do like contracting as I said so mm-hmm. I would spend three or six months at a job then move on to the next one and I'd go through the same process again I meet new people I, like you know what I mean it's a new space a new office a new this a new that uh, but for me it was like every time I went somewhere it was like cool I'm doing IT for, for this company now. Oh, it's interesting. What are they doing? And, and like, oh, what skills do I learn here? And then I learned from there and we're going on to the next place. And then uh, I got to, through doing that, I got to travel so many places. I got put up in so many nice hotels, all my food paid for, like everything. And it's just like, just if, if yeah, they're just, if you're thinking about, uh, making a move to go somewhere or experience something or if it's like or quit my job and go and move to another country or just quit your job and go and try a new job mm. then yeah honestly i would i would be going for it like and, and sometimes it's not in everybody's circumstances to just be able to say right i'm just going to stop doing that and start doing this kind of thing but what you can do is right start thinking like as you know, let's say if it's a job change, for instance, what job are you going to change to? Okay, it's, mm. that, it's that field of work. So for you, you've never had any experience in that field of work, not you, but like the person. Yeah. Um, you do, start spending 10 minutes a day, and if it's just watching a YouTube video on it, start watching 10 minutes a day on a YouTube, and then that will spark an interest if you're watching something else. Before you know it, you're doing half an hour a day, then you're doing an hour a day, then you've went and bought a course off what's his face who's really good at it. Or now you've got a personal coach in it. And then a year later, you're like, yes, I've had to put in a bit more time and effort. And I've maybe I've spent some lunch breaks or I didn't go out on the nights that I would have usually went out, but I put the time into this. Mm. But you'll realize once you start doing that, once you start putting the time into your passions or the things that you're sort of interested in here, it'll spark with the interest. It'll spark like uh, sort of like a like a it's like a catalyst for just for continuing what you're doing and it's like you'll get to a point where you're like hold on i can actually make the jump now or, or it might be that you work in two jobs so you might be working nine to five and then you go out on a night and drive around in a van with hot tubs and and put them out for people and get changed in the work car park into you do you know what i mean and yeah. and speaking from experience there um <laughs> i used to like i was work, working a lot and it was just like just trying to find out what made me tick uh, trying different things uh, and sometimes you might not know what you want to do mm-hmm. I certainly didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do until, mm-hmm. until I actually got to New Zealand so uh, I, I'll move on to that in a second but the advice is just just go for it and if you can't just make a change there and then like let's say I don't know let's, let's say you, you have moved out of uh, let's if you're my age, you've moved out of the house and stuff and maybe you have kids and stuff and it's not as, it's not as easy as just to say this this and this Mm-hmm. But if you practice, like if you just start putting in a little bit of work every day, even if that takes five years, even if it yeah. takes five yes. years, in five years' time, mm-hmm. you haven't done anything. So you've got two decisions. You can either put in 10 minutes or you can put in like some work each day for five years 
And then in the five years time, like you could have changed your, you can quite easily change your career. If you spend five years studying something, uh, I once heard this thing is like, if you spend one hour a day on a chosen field within five years, you will be a national expert in that subject. So it's like, this, this, can, this sort of stuff can happen and all you have to do is take the first step. And that first step could literally be like 10 minutes watching a YouTube video on whatever it is, whatever it is. Or it could be find somebody in the field that you may be thinking about going into and just drop them a message and just say, look, I've been thinking about doing this, this, and this. Uh, I've been thinking about getting into the field that you're, you're doing. Um, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? And then through that, you, you it might spark, uh, like, you don't know the person who you've just messaged, right? Or the person that you, like, is in the position you want to be you want to be in. You could message them and they could say, well, do you know what? I've actually been looking for somebody to, to mentor or to do this. And honestly, when you start putting, if you've got intentions, right? And this is going to be universal laws and stuff. If you've got intentions out there and you're putting out that intention, if you're thinking about it all the time or like you're writing it down or whatever, once you start making actions on whatever it is that you're doing, the universe will respond and it'll make things easier for you. Yeah. It'll put things in your path that will help you out. It'll sort of guide you in a way sometimes. And that could be, uh, it could be somebody who comes into your life or just like, opportunities coming like opportunities, opportunities you know seeing things on a billboard walking past meeting people that you've never met before and them telling you certain circumstances mm-hmm. it's it's jason honestly everything that you've just said there like and i don't want to cut you off i want you to keep going but uh, I'll just see a little bit like everything that you said there is just so bang on it's unbelievable like i think about this all the time you know and it's it's right and i feel like People think if they want to change, because we're talking about career change here, and obviously this 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 goes to every aspect of life. But if we're talking about career change, it's not as easy as just like I'm going to change my job tomorrow, especially when you've got kids and family. But the 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 thing is, like especially with me in the past, it's more about just making the decision, you know, and not having any time attached to the decision. So like uh-huh. if I'm in a shitty job and I'm like I'm going to change my job. That is the first step. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to have a plan sorted. You don't have to do anything. You just have to believe in yourself that you wanted enough to change your job. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to change my career. Okay, that's the first step. Good. You've got that. Everything else is going to come on from that. And a lot of people just don't even make that decision because they think about all the obstacles and all. Well, I can't really think about it theoretically in my head how this could happen. So they don't even get to the first stage of like just admitting to themselves that they're going to change the job. And you're right in what you're saying. It's like, it doesn't have to be overnight or in a week or in a fucking year. It could be four years. Make that decision. Try new experiences, like you said, and like build on that. It could be an hour a night if you want to change from, I don't know, factory worker to a bricklayer. I don't know, start watching YouTube videos, start reaching out to your bricklayer friends or start to do an uh, evening, you know, college class two hours a week and just build on it very slowly it doesn't have to be this overnight thing it has to be built on very slowly and i think that's what catches people off guard because they think that if they kind of do it tomorrow or next week it isn't possible when we have to realize things change definitely change in your life whether it's in yourself or in physically in your life comes in time you know it takes time for change to happen um and i like one other thing that you you uh, touched on there was um Experience and new experiences, like holy fucking shit. Like Jason, for the past four years, that's all I've been trying to do is put myself out there and experience as many experiences that I can, because it's not about trying to find the experience that I really want to do, but it's more about crossing off the experiences that I don't want to do, you know, and narrowing myself down to like, oh, this, like I instead Uh of trying to look for something, 
I'm more like just experiencing all these things, different fields of work, trying new projects. And you're obviously going through this. I mean, I see you on your day-to-day life. You've always got new business ideas and this and this coming off. And it's great because even though some of them, some of them ideas don't go as far as like becoming a, a success, but at least you've tried it. You've learned something from it. You've crossed it off. Okay, I don't like that. So I'm going to try something new. I don't like this. I'm going to try this then. And it's all about finding and narrowing down your experiences to a point where you come to a, a pinpoint of a place. And I feel like you never really reach there, but uh-huh. you maybe come to a pinpoint of a place like, fuck, I found me thing that I really enjoy. And this is what I'm going to really give all my energy to right now. But behind me, I've got about 150 different experiences that I've tried to be through and failed at and stopped and, you know, changed direction. And, <laughs> but that's cool. that's that. But yeah, like, he said something the other day which I really like was um it was was it you haven't no it was, I think it was you haven't feels you've just found out another way that doesn't work. Yeah. And, you know, exactly. and, it's, like, and it's like it's super very similar to what you've just said, yeah. And it's so true, yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So with that then I want to get into business jason you know because like i said you i think you're very very smart jason you've got very clued up and i think a lot of people who know you know that we all i think we all know you as uh someone with a lot of creative ideas and a lot of fucking potential to you know to get the ball off the ground and i feel like a lot of people's in your corner supporting you especially me um so i just want to talk about a little bit about business jason and like when the first idea came about and you know what was the first business idea for you and how it's all kind of manifested together and came together yeah. So this 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 goes back to uh, not knowing what I wanted to do when I left school. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do, uh, and I only found out a couple of years ago. But never knew what I wanted to do. And with me sort of being uh, contracting and stuff, I was yeah I was going from job to job with decent jobs, working for companies like I say, getting getting to go and see different places and stuff. But it's something wasn't sort of uh, it wasn't satisfying my my need for I didn't feel like I had sort of um like purpose in, if that makes sense mm-hmm. and it was sort of and, and for me I was like I want to find out what I want to do mm-hmm. so it was like I'm gonna tr- I'll try some things and the, the first thing was it was there uh, so the first thing was wasn't the hot dog one was it did I do something before I don't I can't remember if I'd done something online when was that 2014 no it wasn't it was before then so the hot tub business was the first physical business. Mm-hmm. Um, before then, I think this was like 2014, I was working on... Uh, so I, I came up with a, an idea. I'm going to tell you in a second. But um, yeah, I think all it was, it was just trying to... I would, I, I would always think of ideas. I write things down on my phone all the time. Even some things don't make sense. And I'm like, oh, that's quite good. Or I look at something and I try and solve the problem. And then sometimes I like... I'll go through my notes and I'm like, oh, actually, that fits with that. Oh, actually, that could do that, and that sort of thing. Um, but one of one of the business things that got into my head, and this was a few years ago, and I don't know if I should say this because I, I still plan to launch this, like in in the next year, or, and, and whenever it is, and when I, when I'm done the other other five hundred things. But don't say anything. You don't 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 say anything. Like, I'm I'm not bothered, mate. Honestly, I'm not bothered. I've got billions of ideas, and I'm going to think of it. Now, uh, so it was called Go Leafless, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea was, uh, so you get junk meal through the door all the time, leaflet like leaflets from takeaways, this, that, and the other different businesses and stuff. So the idea was, um, what I wanted to do was put in, you know, you, those signs on the letterbox, no meal, no junk meal here. Mm-hmm. But it was no junk meal. We use Go Leafless. 
So the Go Leafless was a, 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 it was leafless leaflets at first, but that's like a bit of a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. I was like, actually, leafless means like was like going green, like you're not using the paper. So it was like Go Leafless. And I was like, ah, that works. So the idea was uh, people would come and post the takeaway menus, like people from, from the local takeaways and stuff. And they say on the letterbox, oh, Go Leafless. They're no junk mail, Go Leafless. I wonder mm-hmm. what Go Leafless is. And they go to go leafless and say, oh, all of these businesses doing this, this, and this. So it's basically like an online directory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was going to be like an online directory of businesses and then users. So you come in, see them in the local area or you could be away somewhere or, or like me, because I used to work away all the time, I would look for food mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And what can I do in the area or this kind of things. And, and go leafless was a way of getting rid of all of, all the, all of the junk meal because you the stats, I can't remember what the stats are here, but the stats mm-hmm. are ridiculous for junk mail. Yeah. And the way I look at it is you could have one leaflet online and in an instance, you just go on and change change, change your menu rather than, oh, we've just changed the menu or we've just put the prices up. All right, we've got to go and deliver another 5,000 leaflets now. Mm-hmm. Take away all of that. And, and that was sort of like, I think that was one of the first business things that I've done. Uh, I tried to do some drop shipping as well online with uh, like personalized items. Um, what else have I done? Some that's things like that. That's some things even... I never even told anybody. Yeah, uh, I was just yeah. doing these, trying different things, and uh, like I, I barely told anybody about Go Leafless, but I was going into takeaways and stuff, saying, "Oh, do you want to get my website?" This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And then it was like something happened. Uh, well, I'm going to mention it, but I don't know if I really want to go into much detail on it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. On on this, maybe it might be one for something later down the line. Yeah. Um, but. You know when my brother set fire to the house. And yeah. At yeah. that time, it was just like there was a lot going on in the family, yeah. and uh, my mind like went from from like literally every. And I was learning how to build websites at the time. At that time, I was like, it was learning WordPress, how to build a website through WordPress, and then doing bits of this, learn this, do bits of that. And I was just like, I see it every every spare minute I got lunch times on an evening and and, that, and on a weekend that sort of stuff. I was spending time on this. I was having meetings with uh, with like designers and stuff and, and all sorts of things. And I, and I was just like in work mode. I was like, right, getting this done, get this done. And then it was like, that just completely knocked me off balance. And it, it sort of like, when I didn't continue to do it, I lost interest in it. And it was sort of like, I lost that, that rhythm of it. I lost that, the, I think I lost faith in everything in it. And it was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. you know what it is? In my mind, I was like, do you know what it is? Maybe it wasn't right at the time, but what I've actually took from that experience, what I've took from that business that I've done there, um, I learned how to build a website. So that was amazing. Like, do you know what I mean? I learned that. I learned some marketing skills. I learned some, a few other bits and pieces. Uh, and it's like, from there, I remember that I, I thought, right, if I try anything, if I try any job or if I try any idea, I'm going to pick up some valuable skills for that. And while this might not be the actual thing for me, I've tried it, I've got these skills, and now the next time I go to do something, I've got an extra couple of skills in my back pocket to be able to tackle that thing that I'm going to do next. And it's worked. I've told people this before, like when I came to do the Over Every Hour website. Mm-hmm. I built that myself and it took a lot of time and I did have to relearn a lot of things. But I was like already 10 steps ahead. That means I didn't have to pay for a web designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I also learned... I did start to use Canva to create content and stuff, but like now, I, 
now I can go on and create people logos if I want to. Do you know what I mean? So I've learned like design things. I've learned marketing. I can do uh, like uh, Facebook ads. Uh, just, like, I've just learned so much from doing different things. And, and like I say, why you, it, it's another. I'm, I'm finding another thing that like like how how do we say it? So I'm like finding another thing that I don't want to do. But through that, I've, I've ticked one off the box and I've gained a few skills. So it's like, for me, um, it's, it's never a failure. It's just a lesson. Like, there's no failures in life. They're just lessons. Yeah. People who say it's not a failure. It's just a lesson. Like, when you go to the gym, right? For instance, when you go to the gym and you've got your program and uh, let's say you're doing the reps and let's say this week, it's like, you've got to do this many of these reps. Oh, I only get nine reps and I was supposed to get 10. You do not walk out of that gym and say, oh, I've just failed in the gym there. No, you didn't. You say, I've just pushed my foot out there and next week I might get 10. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not a failure. It's just a lesson. Yeah, and I love yeah. that. And I love that you're touching on the experience side of things because that is something that, yet again, at the start of my little journey of like trying to you know branch out and, and, and start coming up with creative ideas and try and go down to find my passion and what I want to do. A lot of the times I used to think that I was feeling, you know, all the time, but like now I look back and I even like further back, even like when I was young, I'm like, wow, every single thing that I've done is like built me to the person who I am today. You know, every experience I've learned something from it. And like you touched on there, like even for me, like most recently I was like a physique coach and blah, and like, like learning how to do things with like spreadsheets and websites. And just every time that I've tried to do an idea and it hasn't went as far as that I wanted to do. I've always just learned so much from it. And the crazy thing about like all of that is, is like now I can just see it all so clearly. You know, I can just see everything, everything so clearly. I've like had to do all them things now. So they're definitely not failures. They're actually like, for me, they're kind of wins, you know, because I learned so much from everything. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, even outside of business, Jason, outside of business, like I feel like just experiencing different things in life is really important as well for your own personal growth. You know, and I know business is a big part of both of our lives because, you know, it's, it's what we're passionate about and we want to, you know, create ideas to help other people out. But I feel like, um, you know, just being really open-minded in life and like try to quiet that fear of judgment, like fear of judgment of yourself or mm-hmm. fear of judgment of other people judging you. And obviously, you know, like I said before, you inspired me in the early days because like um, you were being very open about like trying yoga and calisthenics and stuff like that and like experiencing new experiences. Yet again, you were pushing yourself past the boundary of that bubble, you know, pushing yourself outside of the norm that we grew up in. Um, so can we talk a little bit about that? Like a little bit yeah, about like, yeah, when sure. you first when you first go into yoga and when you first start to get, you know, big about calisthenics because i want to get into it at the end your kali g your business i want to talk about yeah. that but i think like a good transition and into that will be you talking about how you found yoga and calisthenics so uh so i actually I, so I, it started with with the calisthenics it started with calisthenics and it was uh it was when i moved to london a few years ago when i got offered the got offered that job and ended up moving down there and i was at the time i wasn't training I'd been out of the gym for a couple of years. I'd also been working like two jobs, like doing hot tubs and everything. But I'd done a sh- I had a shoulder injury that kept on recurring every time I went back to the weights. So I was like, do you know what it is? I need to just say goodbye to it was. And wasn't training. And when I'd moved down to London um, on a night, it was, I, was, I found myself going for a pint. Mm. 
uh, and it was like I ended up go, I was going for a pint most nights, and it was like two. It was only two or three pints, not loads, but those two or three pints all started to add up, and the price of a pint in London's quite expensive. And I was just sort of thinking to myself, like, and I was looking around, and you know, walking home from work and and that sort of thing, and 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 I was just like, there's a lot of pubs like around where I live in where I lived in London, uh, and it was like. There's two types of people here. Uh, there's one who goes to the gym and there's one who goes to the pub after work. And I was like, I'm the gym person. I used to be mad for the gym. Like, I mean, I remember when I was like 19, 20 years old, I was training twice a day and I didn't even have anything to train for. Like, I used to be obsessed with this. And I was like, what happened? So I was like, right, you're going back to the gym and it's just to do body weight stuff. So I was like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm just going to focus on body weight stuff. At least I'm doing something. Uh, maybe I will pick up the weight up at some point. But in my head, I was like, body weight, I can't really be putting that much, um, like that much sort of strain, strain on my shoulder. Yeah. It wasn't a problem at the time, but I didn't want that to come back because that set me back so much, do you know what I mean? And I was just like, I don't want that to come back. I'd rather just train, train slowly at a pace that I'm doing it, body weight. Nothing too much. Get my body sort of back aligned in, in in alignment as well, because the shoulder was like pulled forward as well. Um, and it was when I got into the gym, I was doing. Um, I'm, I'm going on a little bit here, but when I when I when I joined the gym, I was doing some body weight stuff, and I've seen the human flag now, uh, where you sort of sideways on. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was doing some sort of progression to that, uh, just doing. Uh, like edge of my holding on and then like holding the top bar here holding the bar on the side and then trying to use my body to to bring my hips out and to bring myself up to the side a little bit and i, I was watching uh who is who's my uh my per my my calisthenics personal trainer uh my friend gia uh he was he was coaching somebody uh training them and i seen it was like body weight stuff and, and we're doing like like LC to something on the rings and I, I I collared him in the in the changing rooms and I was just like followed him. I, I like I just I I'd shout to him and I was like um I was like oh do you do you train people and, and stuff and because like I'm I'm doing this body like I'm doing body weight stuff and I, I didn't really know what calisthenics was at the time and I was like I want to do handstands and stuff and he was like do you know what it is he says like because he's quite what you see is quite well known in, in the in the scene as well and 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 I, and I think sometimes people might want to to train with him just to be the same train with him. But I didn't even know who he was at the time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Do you know what it is?" He says, "He says, yeah." He says, "He says, then you do doing your flag progressions and you're doing really well." He's like, "I'll I'll train you." So we exchange numbers, uh, and then I got a session from him. And and I remember I was doing handstands. I'd I'd been practicing handstands by myself, or what I thought were handstands. Uh, and he showed like after just after the first session, he showed me a couple of little things and 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 my handstand went from like that. Don't get us wrong, it wasn't perfect, but it was like, yeah. I was like, this is so this and then from then that was like uh well that was this that was the spark in my mind to see it, right? If you ever need if you wanted to get somewhere, uh if you want to get somewhere in life, whatever that is, if it's like if it's trading or something like that understand that if somebody's in that position already uh you can yeah sorry let me start again understand that it's it's quicker to get where you want to be if you get a coach basically that's what i'm trying to say if you get yeah. a coach in the area. 
Uh, and then from there, so the calisthenics, I got into the calisthenics. He invited me down to the, to the local park, Royal Oaks, uh, where I trained a couple of times in, 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 in that summer. And then that was the summer that I actually moved to, to New Zealand. And then that's where I was just like, right, I was banging up my training. I was eight months into like doing calisthenics, doing my uh, handstands and stuff. And I, one of the things that I, I, I said in my head is I, I always said that I would like to try yoga um, just because I'm always interested in like, uh, I'm, I'm interested in fitness and well-being and, and that sort of thing. And I thought, Do you know what it is? This has got to be good in some way for my calisthenics. Like it's got to be able to help in some way. And I know this because I know when I was doing the calisthenics training, before I started, I would do a few different stretches. I'd be having the stick behind my head and opening up my shoulders. And and now like I know how important that is. Like you've got to work on your mobility on your shoulders to be able to do a handstand like this. Otherwise, the mechanics don't work. You you, you can't do a handstand with your hands there. You've got to be got to be like created, you've got to be practicing. Yeah. And, and uh, so anyways, I when I was in New Zealand in my street, literally in my street was Auckland Yoga Yoga Academy. And I was like, well, I ha- I have got no excuse at all. Like there's a yoga studio in my street, and there's nobody around here to judge me. There's nobody around here to say that yoga's just for girls. I was like, do you know what it is? I'm gonna go and do it. So I went down, done the first session, and it was like a, your first session free kind of thing. And it was Ashtanga. Uh, Ashtanga is a, is a is a yoga practice, and it's really it's quite hard. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to the audio there. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, um, I was in New Zealand. I got sent there for work. Uh, for the company who I was working for at the time, and uh, yeah, there was, oh, there was, it, the, you, it, sorry, in my street, like where I was living in in my flat, there was a yoga academy, Auckland Yoga Academy, and I was like, always said I would do this, I'll give it a try. Um, even more so now with the calisthenics, I was like, no excuse. There's nobody around here to judges, nobody around here to say yoga's for girls or whatever. Uh, and even if even if I go there and I look stupid or whatever it is when I'm doing the yoga, nobody even knows us. So do I care? I was like, no, I'm just going to go and do it and, and see what it's all about. So I went to the first session and it was Nashtanga beginners practice, and and it, it, it completely blew my mind. Uh, I never I, I got because that is very rigid. Like yeah, the teachers at the front and he, he or she is like taking you through the practice and it's just non-stop, non-stop. And it's like, you're holding breath, five, five, not holding your breath, but holding positions for five breaths. And some of it, mate, is really hard now. When you get to the end of that, I don't know if you've done yoga before and done yeah. like a shavasana and stuff. So when I go through that, like sweating buckets, I've just been stretched, stretched right out to an inch of my life. And uh, I remember at the end, it was like, is this like I was thinking? Is it, when I when how long is this going on for? Kind of thing. Like this mm. is hard. This, but it's hard, yeah. me, me being like, no, I'm getting into calisthenics. I can do handstands. This, that, and the other. I'm not good. I this is the beginners class. I'm going to get this done. So I did, and I pushed myself, pushed myself like massively. And I remember at the end, and it was like, right, now take like now lie down on your mat, and it was like, close your eyes and your hands out, and I was like, and then the teacher came up. 
because um, there they had blankets and everything me came up mm-hmm. put a cushion underneath me uh, I think it was just underneath my knees put like a cushion underneath my neck a bolster or something and then uh, a blanket and took mm-hmm. this right in yeah, yeah. And me, like I was just I was like alright well, <laughs> this is a bit weird but um, I'll go with it like I've never experienced that before I was like alright this must be just part of what it is and I remember just like Closing my eyes and just going into the shavasana and just not thinking about anything. Like, yeah, no racing thoughts or anything. I wasn't thinking about this, that, and the other. Um, I felt very, 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 um, very calm and peaceful. And uh, and then when she, when she took us in and it was just like... Do you feel like it was I maybe a, a spiritual experience for you, Jason? Like, you know, one oh, of the earliest spiritual well, experiences? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was like, after that, it was like, what have I just been through? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, what have I just... Like, what have I done what have I done not like that but like what have I just been through kind of thing and it was like this is amazing I remember like I was looking through my highlights and I, I clicked on the first year yoga and it was like I'm just I was like what have I just been through kind of thing and it was yeah. like do you know what it is I looked like it was great it was amazing and straight away I got a membership and I was down at the studio six o'clock every morning yeah, before yeah. work I was going to work and, and I was literally going into work bouncing off the walls we had so much energy and just like whoa like I, that it was just like right that's a new experience mm-hmm. try that and it was amazing and then from there it was just like do you know what it is because I knew I was going traveling afterwards and obviously I was in New Zealand I was like I'm going to try different things when I get an opportunity I'm going to try something different and it was a it was it was kind of a rule of mine of like Right, you've got to at least try like one or two things each year, something brand new. Um, and, and in that year, I, I 2019, I, I practiced yoga. Um, what else did I do? I went surfing for the first time, which yes, and skiing as well, which was nuts, right? Because the, the, the skiing I'd done in New Zealand, now I only skied once before that, and that was it. Uh, it, it was a week before I went to, uh, well, no, I tell a lie. We've got a slope, it's still swift, but you've seen what it's like. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not skiing, right? But it's like what you would want as a kid just to learn, learn the little basics. Uh, that was years ago. But the first real skiing was in New Zealand, and it was a week before I went on the ski trip. Um, I went to Snow Planet, and it's just like an indoor snow place. And, and me, I picked it up so easily. I picked it up yeah. really easily, and I was like, all right, I'm buzzing for this. Like, because I wasn't sure at first. I was like, in my head, I was like, don't want to come away and get injured and stuff and like break a knee or something do you know what I mean like staying like I'm like I want to be able to enjoy myself I was like no I don't want to do it done it and yes like I got put with a beginners group at first and I remember going down the, barely even a slope it was like I think my 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 streets uh, steeper as well and you know what straight straight Oliver it's like it's not very steep and I, I'd done a couple of rounds and I was like I'm sorry guys it was like I'm gonna to have to like leave leave this group and just go off by myself and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna go on to the next and the bigger one. I'm like, all right, yeah, no worries, we'll catch up with you in a bit. So I went on to the next thing, and yeah, got to the top and then lying down. And then I like I was getting the hang of like turning in and out of people. Me, I was zooming in and out of people. I was ducking down to the side and bending my knees. I was flying around corners, in and out of people, and like just seeing people in front of us and just like. You're like, that's where I'm going. And I was just like, and I, and I remember getting to the bottom there and I was like, what, 
how am I doing this? <laughs> how am I doing this? I was like, this is like this is good skiing. This this is really good skiing. Yeah. And then I was like, a couple of goals on there fell off quite a few times because you know when you you come up the edges and you can't see what's on the side kind of thing. So it's like gonna be all this and it's like literally just throw yourself to the floor kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I do I done that a few times, but it was just like I was getting better and better, and each time I was like getting to the bottom, and then I was like, do you know what it is? I'm going on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And I went up higher, and I remember bumping into some of the people who'd done skiing for years, and even like the people who I was like on the uh, trip with, and they were all seeing like how how good I've been doing and stuff like, and I was just like, do you know what it is? This is why you need to try new things because you don't even you could be really really you could be like well maybe not world class at it but you could be really good at something right and you might not ever try it because of whatever reason that is and it's like don't let the inner voice in your head <laughs> tell yeah. you not to try it or don't let like other opinion people, uh, people's opinions like hold you back kind of thing yeah. just don't go and try things really um yeah and then- I, I feel like it also gets easier as well like you know like and that like, i'm this is what I wanted why I wanted to bring this up because I just wanted to highlight the importance of the importance of just like getting out there and just trying new experiences and like because you just learn a lot about yourself, you know, physically, mentally, like you know, you had the spiritual experience with the yoga, yeah, that never would have occurred. The skiing, that's a physical thing. You never you knew that you were good at skiing. Um, and it's like I feel like it gets easier. I think the first time you do something new, uh, you're always like really shit. And like that's another thing that I want to highlight is we have to be okay with being shit at something. We have to be okay with like starting at the bottom. Like what you said with yoga there, how hard that was. You were in the beginner's class and you're like, holy fuck, I might even give up here, you know? But that's okay where in some aspect, especially in myself in the, in the very past used to be, if I wasn't like good at it at first, then like, oh, well, I'm shit at that. So I'm just going to not try it again. But like what I'm starting to realize is you've got to have the courage to be shit at something new. You've got to start from the bottom, whether that's like in my life personally, whether that's coaching or podcasting or fucking whatever, like, you know, anything fit like trying to play an instrument or something, you've got to be okay with being shit at it. And you've got to be okay with like building on top of that and being okay with the slow progress. Um, but yeah, like just trying new experiences is, if not the most like fundamental thing to, my life and that probably is to your life. And I feel like now it gets easier. So like once you start and you start to realize like how much growth and how much like enjoyment and how much awareness you have about yourself every time you just say yes to something new, it just gets easier and easier and easier and it gets more exciting and more exciting because you're all, all you're doing all the time is just learning more about yourself. And that could be yet again, like we talked about in business, you could, you could try yoga and you could be like, I fucking hate this. This is shit. You know, and then, okay, that's great because then you know that you hate yoga. That's also something you're learning about yourself. And I feel like the more you learn about yourself, the more awareness you have about who you are and what you do and don't like, the more comfortable and more confident you are in yourself. You know, do you feel that? Do you feel like because you've experienced life, you have more confidence to be you? Because I see you, Jason, as a very authentic person, a very vulnerable person. And you, you hold that very close to who you are. And do you feel like it's because of you've experienced all these things? Million percent. Million percent. Like I wouldn't be doing half the things that I'm doing now if it wasn't for for trying new things. Um, do you know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't have if I didn't try yoga, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be teaching yoga now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and if I didn't do the yoga, maybe I didn't wouldn't get as good as Kali, and I wouldn't be as far on as in my journey. Is like I, I wouldn't have 
I if I didn't say if I didn't take on the yoga, I wouldn't be in as far on as my journey as I am. And just all the various things that I, I've sort of done through this. I mean, I I launched yoga every hour last yeah. year, uh, and all the while, like we have took a break for the past few months. Um, that like that is it's like my little baby. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I will I will yeah, relaunch that again next year, um, and it'll. That would be the right time kind of thing. Um, I am going off, going off a little bit here, but I'm just, I just want to point out that like I wouldn't have done any of that with without without even just taking the first step to say, do you know what it is? I'm going to try something new. I'm going to try you over to do, and and like I say, it could be anything. You might actually find through that. Like I remember when I when I'd done that, and I was, I'd, I'd been practicing the yoga and I was loosening off and I was getting things and I was making I could see that I was making progress in the class quicker than some of the people who had already been there and even the even some of the, the instructors said look you're making really good progress here mm-hmm. uh, and it's like I found out through doing that 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 is what I want to do with my life like that was my passion and it, and it took literally working for 10 years maybe contracting uh, job to job and not a bad that wasn't a bad thing that was like by choice um and because the way i used to work would be like i'd do a rollout so let's say a company goes from windows 7 to windows 10 we go and do the work for a few months and then the work's finished so then i go to another job and that's how that was but anyways it took me to go through all of these jobs to to work for the the company who i'm, I'm still employed by is uh, like one of the biggest law firms in the world uh to be sent to the other side of the world, to New Zealand, to be put in up in like like oh it's fairly decent accommodation. Like I was living right next to the Auckland Tower. Um I could probably throw a stone at the office. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like very, very close. I it took me 30 seconds to get to work almost, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh but like just to just I've gone off on again, but it took me to to get to in my eyes, the best IT job I've ever had uh, to figure out that actually I don't want to do this. I yeah. want to do yeah, yeah. And, and it yes. took me to the other took me to the other side of the world to go and do yoga to say mm. actually this is what I want to do in my life. And yeah. and it's yeah, it's, it's and that takes courage in itself it's, because a lot of times we put so much. We've, it takes courage because sometimes, I mean, I'm guilty of this as well. You've put so, and I, I'm guilty of this on mildly different ideas and stuff that I have. I have, I put so much time and effort into it and I'm really passionate about it at the beginning. But then I start to realize the further I get down the path, I'm like, well, this is not actually what I want to do. But it takes some sort of like ability to realize that and then change lanes and start again from scratch because it's all about being honest with yourself and being like, well, this isn't actually what I want to do. So I'm still going to be true to finding the thing that I want to do. So I am actually going to quit now while I'm ahead. And I still, like we've talked about, I've learned a lot from this experience. I'm going to take what I've learned to the next experience. And, but I feel like often I used to get caught up in like, well, this, if I put a year into this, I've just got to keep going with this, whatever, even though I'm miserable with my life, even yeah. though I don't even feel good in myself, you know, like I have to stay with this, but now I'm better. I'm getting better and better at catching myself and being like, because also it goes into kind of like masculinity in a sense, because every time you like quit something, quit something, you feel less than, you know, you feel like you've failed and you feel like you're quitting while you're ahead. And I feel like in society that's like shunned, you know, you should give it your all and you should be so productive and keep going and going and going. But like all I see is people 
in lines of work or even in like themselves so far down a, a path but they're not happy with but they're unable to give it up because they've spent so much time and effort going down that path that they think that it's going to be a loss but realistically if they do change paths it's going to be better for everybody you know it's going to be better for you it's going to be better in life because you're going to be going down new experiences and yeah there's just something to that um i, I completely agree mate i completely agree with that um and going off what you say it will make you sort of a better person as well because i know like let's say if if you're in a job that you hate and you're going home at the end of the day every night and you're moaning to the missus or this that and the other and then that effect is going to have a negative effect on her or the rest of your family and stuff and it's like yeah it's it's you're completely right there and and another thing about like trying new things and stuff and 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 figuring out if it's not for you like again what you're saying there you don't have to feel like just because i've spent a year on this kind of thing this is it and uh you can make changes and and what i would say is don't look at it as like a failure again just just take take just think take what i've learned from there and then next time i couldn't do something Maybe I'll use that skill and I'll be I'll be a little bit further on than, than where I would have been if mm. if I didn't have that skill kind of thing. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I want to change topic. I think we've been on a while now, so I'm just gonna like we're gonna probably just do another twenty minutes if you're okay with that. Like a foot. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not pushed for time or anything. Um, because I've got some questions I like to ask people at the end here. Some like you know like maybe personal questions, but are questions about life. Uh, but I do want to touch on something. Um, which might be a bit of a controversial topic for us to talk about, or I don't know. I'm always feeling uneasy talking about this topic because it's something close to me and it's something close to my past, but it is drugs and alcohol, you know, um, because I know that was a big part of our lives growing up. And I know that it's still very, you know, it's a, it's just something that was a big part of my life, you know, and it kind of still is, and I still navigating it, but I know that you personally don't, you know, you don't, drink a lot of alcohol you don't like you know go out partying every weekend and uh, but i know like from if people i mean people listen and don't know us but we used to do that all the time <laughs> oh yes and like <laughs> well yeah, deep, going back know. to the beginning of this uh, podcast yeah uh, when i was in a pizza that's mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like that was literally partying for four months that was crazy so like and and before then like we so for people who's listening we grew up in a town where there was nothing never nothing around for us to do like when we when we finish like finish school on a night and stuff um what i would generally do at first it was uh probably something <laughs> and yeah this was like from a young age but like 12 13 year old 14 year old smoking weed and then probably around 14 year old it was saving money up dur- during saving money up during the week or saving dinner money and then we'd all go and meet at the black path on a friday you'd have like Put your four cans or something or a, or a little quarter bottle of vodka or, or whatever it is you were drinking made with everybody and everybody would get drunk and when you look back on it you're like shit how young were we then yes how young did we start and it's like this and, and that's another thing that uh it's one of the reasons that i've sort of stayed home recently as well as uh there's there hasn't been this it doesn't seem like there's that that much around here for the younger generation anymore and and it's I want to change people's perspective of like you don't need to think that you need to go out on a weekend. Uh, and another thing I'm I'm working on is getting a calisthenics park built in team as well, as, as well as working 
uh, with friends on, well, you know, working with Dan, Dan and, and Cobb on, on Project Soul and stuff and, and actually helping like our younger generation in the community. And um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's, I'm going off again, but I will. But I like that. I like what you touched on that because I like, I like what you said there because it's you, um, it's like what you said to a base, like the younger generation only know one option. You know, like it's just we like every younger generation coming through looks at, looks at, to the older generation to see what yeah. they do. And I mean, for me, it was looking up to like you guys or even older than you, where like that was just a thing. And there's no judgment here. That's what that's what just happened. Just there's no just judgment at all. It's yeah. just it's just what happened. And you went and you drank and you yeah you said such a young age and then it started with drugs and it was just so normalized to the point where I look back now and think like. I was taking drugs and drinking at such a young age to the point where like I'm now in Canada here and if I tell my you know, story, if I'm very vulnerable to people and like really open up to maybe it's my girlfriend or people here, they're, they're really thrown back by it. They're like, what? And then like, it's like a nice reflection of like, oh shit, yeah, it is pretty crazy, isn't it? Um, but now like, I like what you're saying because we just like you going to be there and not knowing any other option till you actually seen that there's another option. Like you are now creating other options. You know, we're trying to educate the younger generation. Like you don't have to go and get a bottle aside from the shop and drink on the streets. You can go to the gym. You can come to boxing. You can do calisthenics. You can meet as a group and you can even just meet as a group of friends and not have to drink. Like that's another thing with me, with my men's group and stuff like that. It's like, I am now comfortable just hanging out with lads and hanging out with, you know, me friends without having to drink alcohol, which yeah. is something in the past, like I couldn't do that. And that was just me personally. I don't know. I kind of talk for anybody else, but me personally and myself, I only felt like I could socialize when I was drinking and to try and unlearn that and learn that I can socialize without alcohol by just going to like these different events or even just hanging out in a cafe or hanging out even in a, in a restaurant or pub, but not having to drink has been huge for me like relearning that because i didn't even know that there was an option like i, I kind of hardwired to just yeah. socialize and drink and even though i do have speed like i still drink like i still yeah, like yeah. i still like to drink i still like to have a have a, a drink you know once every three weeks or two weeks or whenever it is it doesn't matter but now i feel like i'm drinking because i'm celebrating like life and i'm celebrating going out and having some relaxing time where i felt like when i was growing up i was trying to escape every weekend you know i was like caught in the cycle of just every weekend that's just what i did and mm -hmm. i never really had any like cognitive intuition about like why am i keep doing this because it kept making us feel like shit and every time i took drugs all weekend i kept feeling like shit but because i just didn't know what else to do it was just the thing that i did you know and it's, I feel it, like it is, mate. It's like we, we, when, when you're bored, you try and entertain yourself. And the only way we knew was to go out and go and get a drink. Yeah. And, and like, like you see it because we're all uh, from like school at school mm -hmm. on the weekend, you go out and you get drunk. And that's what we see other people doing. So we think, well, wow, that's right. And that's what you do. And you must be boring if you don't drink. Yeah. But you're not yeah. drinking this weekend. You're not drinking this weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, you're boring as out, mate. Do you know what I mean? And that was the crack. It was like, Oh, he's just and and I've said this myself, and you probably said it yourself. Percent. If you if you if you like, oh, talking to the lads, and you and it was like, oh, who's coming out, and they, oh, such and such is coming out, and it's like, oh, uh, oh, I think he's not coming out. He's being boring, and that was that was the phrase. It was like he's being boring. He's not coming out, <laughs> and it's like when you think about it now, it's like no, you're going out because you're bored. Yeah. I've got loads of stuff to get on with now. Like I've got loads of things I can do. I can. Uh, and I had a conversation with somebody at the sauna today, and I was just like, he was like, oh, but like when it gets to the weekend, it's hard, isn't it? And he was like, he's just like a pint, and then with a pint, or like, yeah. and I was like, I oh, see, I see, 
you need to find out what you need to do to stop you getting bored. I see you exactly. need to focus, start spending some time on, on your passions and starting to do something or learning something or whether it's like going to play golf or, or whatever it is, do you know what I mean? Or you could be like, right, um, like I want to learn video editing or something like that and start spending your time on that. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing for people who, um, going back to another conversation we had earlier, if you are wanting to make a change in your life and stuff and then stop going out drinking on a weekend and and maybe use that they use that time and the money uh, and and put that put that money into a course or something or or start saving or, or whatever it is or start like using that time to learn something do you know what i mean like people say oh i haven't got time this i haven't got time that but people have almost three hours of netflix on a night or something do you know what i mean and it's like come on just spend an hour doing yeah, yeah. and like, like I said, there's, there's no judgment here. Like, I think drinking definitely has a place. And like, I love it, not, but I'm just thinking no of the, anybody who yeah. does Netflix or anything. Yeah, I know. Like, but the just, thing is, no, there is like, no judgment. But the thing is, like, what I'm trying to highlight is like some people don't know that there's another option. Like, even when uh-huh. I was young, Jason, I used to look at Facebook statuses off like ten years ago, and they used to be like, oh, fresh week, I, I, like on a Sunday afternoon, I had a fresh weekend this weekend. Get in, like. And you know, like it was like an achievement to like not drink, <laughs> not drink on a weekend. It was like the biggest deal in the world to like not have a drink. And I was like, I feel super fresh on a Monday going into work. And it was like this thing that I needed to like express to the world that I'd done a weekend <laughs> without alcohol. Everybody did them. Weekends, you know? Like, oh, I was off the drink this weekend. Yeah. What's the drink? Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's kind of mad, you know. And and you're right. I feel like I mean, I've got clients now who you know, you know that I'm a coach, but like I have clients where they're going through cocaine addiction, like not cocaine addiction where the life's consumed, but they just kind of get out of the habit of doing it every single weekend. And I want to be vulnerable here. Like I was in that for five years, you know, in that repetitive cycle of just sniffing every single weekend and sometimes during the week. Um, and you're right in what you're seeing. A lot of this, how we get out of this spiral is like, we have to put our, we have to put our energy somewhere else. We kind of just stop doing the one thing that we were so like so rewired to do every single weekend we have to replace that with something positive some positive dopamine whether that's working on a business going on a hike you know fucking decorating the house i don't know what it is it could be Uh, anything but the energy has to be redirected to kind of break that cycle and then you need to start being happy with like other things in life you know you need to start getting joy from other areas of life and not relying on alcohol for your only single thing that brings you joy because there's a lot of other experiences out there that bring us joy, but because we're so absorbed in like just drinking all the time, we just miss out on a lot of things. And this is just my personal opinion. And like I said, I don't want to, if anybody's listening, I don't want to, I don't want you to think that I'm casting judgment because I'm not. All I'm trying to do is highlight alternative ways, of uh, living. alternative Same ways way. of living and living a happier life. And some people that drink every weekend and they love it and they celebrate life every weekend. And that's great. Please do that. But there's some people out there who go out drinking because that's their only option and they want to break that cycle, but they don't know yeah. how to break that cycle. And that's the people I want to be speaking to now to try and highlight this an alternative way of living. We can break that cycle. See, um, yeah, I would, just, I would like to point out that it's like, I, and, and then this is another thing I think that we go through certain stages. Like I wouldn't change anything that I've done. I wouldn't change like, drinking all those times or taking no, all no, those never. different substances or going to a bathroom and doing this, that, and the other, because I do believe that there's a time in your life where you're like, you need to go on and do, do whatever yeah. it is. And expect these are experiences as well. And it's like, uh, like, yeah, it's like go out, party, do this, do that, the other. But when you get to a point where you feel like actually 
there's something else out there or I want to try something else or you're getting to a point where you're like thinking, I don't want to be doing this every weekend. That is your cue to say, right, mm-hmm. okay, I've done my partying bit. I've done mm-hmm. this part of my life kind of thing. It's not like I'm saying I'm not going to do it again, mm-hmm. but maybe I need to turn my attention and my focus elsewhere for a bit uh, just to sort of uh, to, to regain balance, really, because it, yeah. because it is you, you sort of can find yourself doing that every weekend. And before you know it, it's just like that's the norm. And it's like, whoa, you've, you could have lost, like you've got different areas in your life. And, and certainly I've, I've learned this recently. It's like, Sometimes you need you need to take a step back and be like, right, what do I need to do here? What where am I lapping kind of thing? And for me, uh, like it's like when you think about that, when you think about doing the party and stuff, and you were you like going back to you when you were you were sniffing every weekend and you found yourself in that sort of uh, that vicious cycle. It's like you you then you realize that there was that you, you know what i mean when you realize that if it's a problem or you realize that right okay i should be doing something else maybe that is your your time to say right i'm going to go and try and pursue something else or i'm going to try and learn something or i'm going to make make some changes in my life i'm going to try some new things or do you know what i mean like maybe that is that's the point in your life that you you want to do that um i i don't, wouldn't ever judge anybody or put anybody down for going out and partying and enjoying themselves and do you know what I mean? It's part of life and it's part yeah, of it, You're right, like I, you're right, Jason, like that partying, me doing all that is part of my life and I don't regret any sort of that, you know, and like that is part of me as well and I learned a lot from all them experiences and I enjoyed myself like fucking hell like I had a good and I still oh, do yes. have a good time and like I'm, <laughs> I'm saying and the funny thing is Jason I'm not over that now it's still something that I like I, I know we've mm-hmm. talked about this before there's a demon uh, and that's still that side of me is still very that is part of me it's part of me shadow like that part of me who wants to go out and party and take drugs like that is still very much me and like it's just about me being able to control and like go down paths that I want to go down instead of like having that side of me control me. Like I'm in control of that. So when I want to come back to that, if I want to go out and drink on a, on a night out, then I do, but it's not something that's controlling me. I'm able to yeah. say no to it when I need to say no to it. So, okay. So I'm going to just ask you a few questions now. These are just off my list. Um, <laughs> just like, you know, you can do one word answers. You can just go with the wind, take some time. If you need to take some time, try and think oh. of what you, cause I know you're on the spot. Um, but first of all, what is one thing you wished more people understood about you? Uh, I have good intentions. <laughs> sometimes, and maybe maybe people do think this about me. Um, sometimes uh, when I'm starting something new or a new business or a new idea, and then I go and tell the world about this, in my head sometimes I'm like, do they think, now here he is again with <laughs> with his new idea, <laughs> or or here he is again. I wish he would just choose some it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think like so I'm just like no, I'm trying. In my head, I'm like, and I have this conversation with myself. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying this, mate. And, and then I'm like, I don't care if people want to, if people don't engage with things that I put online or anything. Anyways, do you know what I mean? Like I don't really care anymore. Um, and 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 it's just like. I, like, I don't care about that, but I do, I, I, I do want to get out there. Cause I'm, I'm, and I'm not, do you know what it is? I'm not money focused. Mm. I'm really not. Uh, money is, I, I, indirectly I am, but mm. I'm not. So I'm not doing all of these, uh, I'm not coming up with all these business ideas and doing this, that and the other to be like, go and live off in a mansion somewhere and 
Like, do you know what I mean? I'm doing this right because I uh, I enjoy doing it. I do enjoy doing learning new things and trying new things, and it's exciting. It really is exciting, like doing different things day to day and meeting new people and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I I do I know that the things that I do will bring money um, later down the line, and and I feel like I will have a lot of money later up down the line. But what I'm going to be able to do with that money is I'm going to be able to change so many people's lives, like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be able to do so much good with that. Like, I've got so many good ideas and good intentions, mate. And it's like, it's not for the gain of like anything for myself. It's just because I feel like, uh, like, and it's getting a bit spiritual here. But like, like I said before, I felt like I had a purpose. But I, I constantly think of ideas. I'm always thinking, and I'm like, why are these ideas coming to me then if I'm not supposed to act on them? Kind of thing. So I'm like, do you know what it is? Just act on them. Don't need to act on them all at the same time. We don't need to be like this, this, and this. I'm just like, no, I'm like okay, stick to rep- not too many, many things, like one or two things, like that sort of fall in the same category and work on them. And then maybe later down the line, I'll come up uh, the ideas that I've had in the past. Maybe I'll start to roll out them kind of thing. But it's yeah, I just I go off on quite a tangent, me. But um, I just I want people to know that my intentions are good and it's not all for money mm. uh, it's, it's for the, what i can do with that good money. that's that's awesome and jason don't worry about going off in tangents i mean the podcast this is just an authentic conversation between two people so like you know tangents are good like i let people yeah. raise the mind race yeah, i want right. to because i want to see you i want to see how your mind works i want to see where your yeah. mind goes it's it's interesting you know that's like that's why i never try and cut you off because it's like i want to see every part of you regardless of what tangent you go down so just keep doing what you're doing um what do you fear the most what i fear getting old sitting in my chair and thinking what if i did do what if i tried that Mm -hmm. what if i'd done that back 50 years ago do you know what i mean what if i tried yoga 50 years ago do you know what i mean imagine if i'm sitting there saying what if I tried, what if, like, I can't, like, if I'm sat there, eight-year-old, in my chair, and I'm like, you know what it is? Regretting about the things that I didn't do. That's the, the most, the, the biggest fear is regretting the things that I didn't do. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. And it's one of my biggest fears. And I, I mean, it goes to show for your life, Jason. It's, you, you like, and it goes to, go. it, it it actually relates to what you've just said before the answers of like trying all these new business ideas and stuff. It's because you don't want to leave any stone unturned. It goes to show in your life, how you're trying all these new experiences. It's like, you're not doing it for money. You're doing it because you're having these ideas and you're trying to help people and you don't want to leave on any stone unturned. You don't want to be sitting in your chair at your old thing. And like, I should have tried to sell pizzas. Like that, that might've been the thing that might've been the thing that helped people, you know, get healthy. And like, it would have been a great business. Like you don't want to leave anything unturned. I think that's beautiful. I think that's awesome. I think it's a good for you to have. Um, and, and it just, when you just touched on the pizzas there, right. <laughs> Hashtag newbie door, by the way. <laughs> um, so this is a this is a thing that I was thinking of over the past couple of months, and you're obviously saying online that I've posted about pizzas and stuff recently. Um, but I I was like, a few people had the pizzas and they're like, they're good, they're really good and that. And I was like, should I or not? I should I or not? And do you know what it is? I was like the other day, I was just like, do you know what it is? People need to taste these, and I bit the bullet. Uh, I put a status on yesterday, mate. Yesterday while I was in the gym, I've right? Seen it blow up. It's crazy. 
Yeah, while I was in the gym, right, while I was training, I was like, I know it's only 15 pages, but I put it on there, 15 pages, uh, first come, first serve. Yeah, within 20 minutes, within 20 minutes, we were sold out. And then, like, I was like, I was still training. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. I was like, these pizzas are sold out. Like, I could have been doing this before. And yeah. it was just like, like, this isn't me new business. Like, not me new business, by the way. Like, I've got plans for new door, but it's more of the getting it out there and getting people to try it and, and just to make sure that the, the product actually works kind of thing. And, mm. and yeah, the product itself is like, it's, it's, it's plant-based. It's gluten, wheat and dairy-free and like it ticks a lot of boxes. And, and like you see, it will help a lot of people because there's a lot of people who's got intolerances now to, to like the wheat, gluten, like bread, that sort of things. And, and maybe that would, that like you see, and it could be their start to like, First step in the direction of getting healthy would be to start with a healthy pizza, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. I'll just want to on that, but yeah, keep an eye off and do what you do. Sweet. <laughs> well, and like it's, and it's also, I mean, even before you start selling them, when we've been having phone calls, Jason, like you're passionate about that. You enjoy making the dough. You enjoy mm-hmm. making the pizzas. This isn't something you dread. So it's like, regardless of you're still enjoying the process of making the pizzas and giving them to people and listening to people's feedback about the pizzas. Like that's more important to you than the actual money aspect of it, which is, it is. you can feel that through it all. That's why it's such a, it's a good idea because we can like as a human consumer, we can feel when someone's being authentic or we can feel when someone's trying to sell us something and want us for money. We can distinguish that. We all can. We can all distinguish when we've got a salesman or we've got someone wanting to help us. Like it's, it's two, it's two things. Um, next question is, are you afraid of death? And do you have any thoughts around what happens after death? And this might be a bit spiritual because I know that we haven't touched on any spirituality. I know that that's two big things of our life. We like to talk about that and we like to touch on that. So yeah, let's maybe you know touch on a little bit about death. Uh, so yeah, um, maybe a few years ago, yes, I would have said that I was scared of death. Um, now I'm not. Mm-hmm. Kind of okay with it. Um, reason being, and, and it goes into the spiritual side of things, is um, we are. Uh, <laughs> so we are just balls of energy, pretty much like. We are if you if you and you know you know this, but this is for people who's listening. Like if you zoom in on on a cell on your body, so if you zoom in on your finger and then you mm-hmm. see the skin, and then you zoom in on the skin and you see the skin cells, then you zoom in on that, and it's like, all right, that cell is actually 95% space, and it's got a little uh what is it, a proton and a neuron buzzing around it. And the way I look at that, like, that's just like a little mini planet mm-hmm. in the world. On a little little mini solar system, just like a bunch of billion trillion solar systems all held together through consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and energy is uh, can never neither be destroyed or created; it just moves from one form to the other. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I am a ball of energy, a million billion trillion little solar systems flying around each other, held together by consciousness. And when I die, all of my little cells, all my little uh, little solar systems will go into the ground and be used as something else and maybe my soul my spirit will go off into uh, back into the universal consciousness world and be drawn into somebody else to be reincarnated and that's like sort of how i think now i'm like i used to be fully atheist like no you die you're dead you're in the ground by mm-hmm. now i'm like no <laughs> like you, you didn't die you've never died and i actually think i've been reincarnated which enough i had this, I had this we had this conversation the other week yeah. um 
and it was through practicing uh, psilocybin, through practicing mushrooms. I've had various different experiences and experiences definitely where you feel like you're connected to everything. And, and when you when you feel that, it's such a, such a strong feeling and it's, it's such a powerful feeling that sort of confirms like the things that I was thinking. So like, is there a life after death? Maybe, maybe, maybe our consciousness goes to another plane of reality or something like that. Or, or maybe we just to continuously get recycled and our soul goes into the, the newborn baby kind of thing. Because if you think about it, there's people, there's, there's, there's like kids and stuff. There's, there's like, I'm sure there's a documentary on Netflix. They've remembered like past bits of, uh, they've, they've remembered um, bits of past life lives and they've actually uh they've actually been like some kids have actually been able to visit places of where they died right and actually play it like get through trauma and stuff like get get rid of that trauma kind of thing and it's like how can they like how like how how can they remember all that how would they even know this information if there wasn't if there wasn't a way of like i don't know like getting memories from past lives and stuff like they Apparently, there's a they're doing all sorts of well, you see, they the scientists <laughs> doing all sorts of research on consciousness and this and, and this these kinds of studies and it's 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 mad to think about. But yeah, um, the question: Am I afraid of death? No, no, don't, no. I don't. I don't think I am. I'm more bothered about. I'm, <laughs> I'm more bothered about other people thinking, oh, fucking Jesus. Like, if I was to die tomorrow, for instance, yeah. I don't want to die. Um, it, yeah, like I'm in more sense of bothered about other people, like they, how they would feel, not, oh, I'm dead now, kind of thing. Um, now I feel like things happen uh, for a re- things happen for a reason, and even some deaths and stuff. And sometimes I'll wrap my brain so much with things. Um, like I, you know, I was like we had a, like I had a friend, like one of my best friends back in the day who died last year, and and that was like, like how can that still doesn't make sense to be honest. That doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. But I've seen other things, like other um, situations where maybe somebody's passed away, and then certain things have happened through that. And I'm like, when I think about it, it's like, was there a purpose in that? And I, I always try and see the good in things and try to think of it in that way. It's like, was there a reason? Was there a purpose why they went or got took away? Or, and sometimes there is, and the problem, well, every time there probably is, it's just, for me, it's like, I certainly didn't say why, why, why that happened. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, like some of the stuff like that is unexplainable, but like sometimes things do have a purpose in that. And, and through through the bad, there can be a lot of good that comes out of that. And, it, and, it's, and it's yeah, I feel you. It's 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 a, it's a it's a funny one to work out in your head because it is like it's like why do why why them or why do you know what I mean? But it's like if that thing was happening or that death or something was the spark of something to change so many lives. Do you know what I mean? Then, is that the purpose for us? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. 
But then yeah. are the questions that you will never know, you know, when we might one day, we might find out one day when we actually pass away and we go, but yeah, I, I love that answer, Jason. I think you answered all that perfectly, you know. I could really feel the answer being authentic there, so it was cool. Um, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so you're not afraid of death, which is good. And I'm not going to take my take on it because this is a, these are questions I like just to ask people and get their take on things. Um, last question, Jason, before we wrap things up. Um, what's one thing you want to thank yourself for throughout your life up till now? Like, what's one thing from Jason when he was born to now? Like, what's one thing you want to thank yourself for? These are often the hardest ones because we have to <laughs> we have to <laughs> talk about ourselves in a positive manner. But yeah, I want to I want to hear it. Um, recently, the past few years, thanking myself for being me, stepping, thanking myself for stepping out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Jason, for being able to cook the best pizzas, the most <laughs> nutritional pizzas. One, uh, now I've been here just thank myself for. I don't know, yeah, just trying new things and stuff and experiencing new things and pushing myself out of my comfort zone and that is that's just one thing I'm I'm like I'm quite proud of of now I feel like when an when an opportunity comes my way that might scare me, that means I got I should do it. <laughs> it's yeah. all more reasons for doing it. Cause uh I'll give you for instance like um I went to Bolter Festival. It was the first festival I've been to in years, right? But uh, the conditions of that, so I, uh, I don't know if I told you this, but anyways, I'll, I'll tell it for the people for, the, for who's listening. So um, I was with my friends, and uh, so the, the DJ is Walker, um, and I was, like, talking about festivals and stuff, and his uh, Nicholas is, uh, she was like, oh, we're going to Bolter Festival. Why don't you come? They say, Sean, see if you can get you a ticket. So I was like, oh, what will you get us, um, like, can you see if you can still get us a ticket for Baltus Festival? He's like, oh, I'll ring CG. I know, bother. We'll get one sorted. And I was like, all right, champion. Uh, I got an email through and it said, uh, artist on the ticket. <laughs> it was like, I was like, all right. They must have, they, I, I was like, oh, champion. They must be like sorting the ticket out somehow. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like just, you know, sorting the job out. Yeah. Plus mm-hmm. one kind of like, under the, under the radar kind of, yeah. do you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, and then I got a text message about 10 minutes later. I got a text message and then I got a Facebook message and I got a, a picture of the uh, the lineup and it was <laughs> the lineup of who's who's MCing and who's DJing and it was uh, MC JCJ so that's my nickname like that's my young nickname from when I grew up JCJ and it was MC JCJ <laughs> first on the lineup and I was like no yeah I was like uh, but in my head like um, so I like over the years driving about in the car by myself or in the bath or whatever. Like we we grew up in a in a in like a rave culture. So like DJing and MCing and stuff. And I would MC to myself all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Like and in my head it was like it'd be so cool to be like MCing in front of people and that and but I'd never I like I'd never do it in front of a lot of people. Like I do it in the kitchen and stuff, you know, kitchen parties and that. Mm-hmm. Do it with a couple of a couple of the lads. But other people there I'd just like get like choke and like not know what I'm like like what if they even see like forget everything that was in my head to come like my lyrics and stuff uh and anyway so i was like do you know what it is this is nuts because i've always thought about this and i was like this is the university and like yeah these are festival tickets but you've got to go out your comfort zone here and you've got to do something that you've actually thought about years and years and years and i was like do you know what it is there's not a chance that i'm not doing this i was like i am doing this because this is like 
this is the biggest thing that's out of my comfort zone ever. It's like, mm. it's all good and well standing in front of a camera going live in front of Facebook or whatever, but you haven't got like hundreds of people there in front of you in person and you're not standing up on a stage with a mic with a DJ behind you while everybody, do you know what I mean? So that was like a lot of pressure for me and I was like, do you know what it is? I'm just going to do it. And I remember driving down the wheels. I wasn't driving. I was I was a passenger, so I wasn't on my phone. But I was sat there. I was on my phone. I wasn't driving on my phone. I was um, I was sat writing lyrics on the way down, like uh, just like wrapping my brain of like things that I would say and stuff. And when I got there, I picked up the mic and stuff and started doing it. I put my phone down. I didn't even use my phone. And do you know what it is? I had the time. Honestly, best time in my life. And. Uh, there was people who came up to us the next year, man. They were like, mate, you're doing really well there. Like, they were like, I was feeding off your energy. I was buzzing off you. Like, they were like, remember when you done this? Remember when you said that? And I was like, I was like, oh, this is unreal. This, like, this is like, for me, being like scared to go and do something like that, to, to emceeing on a, on a stage at a festival. I was like, this, this is like, this is why you need to, if you get an opportunity where you need to go out your comfort zone, just do it. Just do it. Don't think of like, what if, or what if, or what if that. What if you have the best time of your life? Do you know what I mean? What if you go and have the best time of your life? And I did, and, and uh, yeah, just thank you, Jason, for getting up on the mic. I love it, Jason. I think that's a beautiful way to end the podcast because I think the whole message throughout this whole thing, if, I, if I'm right, is like, you're encouraging people to get out of the comfort zone to go and yeah. experience different things, whether that's business, whether that's changing careers, whether that's different experiences in life, whether that's different experiences of trying on new masks and trying to get back to your authenticity. I feel like the whole theme has just been that in itself to push yourself out of your comfort zone, you know, try and get out there, try new experiences. So it was a beautiful way to end. So thank you. Um, yeah. So Jason, I want to wrap it up, but just, I want to say Thank you just for being you. Just thank you for showing up uh, and like uh, being thank vulnerable. You for, thank, thank you for having me here. Um, yeah. and thank again, you. Just thank you. The first for... time I've done a podcast and I was yeah. like, you know, you were asking us a few weeks ago and I wasn't sort of ready and stuff. And I was yeah. just like, you know what it is? Like, again, had to go out of my comfort zone exactly. a little bit. But yeah. yes, like literally with us speaking the first five minutes before, like 10 minutes or whatever it was before here, like I'm you probably seen by my body, body language I, after that I would just like sit here and it's, yeah. it's just a conversation and and sometimes it's not it's not what you think it's going to be so don't yeah. again, don't let that no yeah. and like it's, it's the same for me I mean this is like this is the second podcast I've ever done like I've done my own little thing but yeah, I mean look what I was like before this I was meditating yeah. before yeah. trying to calm myself down because yet again this is me what we've just talked about this is me a different experience this is me pushing myself out of my comfort zone I'm shitting myself the whole entire time. The probably was only to like 45 minutes in when my heartbeat started to calm down. And it's like, <laughs> a lot of people don't know this though. A lot of people see probably a lot of confidence here and a lot of this and a lot of that. But I want to show people like, especially highlight this now, like there's a lot that goes into this, a lot of, a lot of fear, you know, a lot of fear and a lot of fucking nervousness and anxiousness and like, but I still show up and do it. And I'm not giving myself loads of credit here, which I might be, I am in a sense, but I just want to highlight like, it's not easy. And when we see people online doing these things, we think, oh, they've got like a special talent or they've got a special gift uh -huh. or, they're, or they're super confident in themselves. Yeah. It's never normally the case. It's normally that they're able to just sit in the uncomfort, sit in the anxiety and still just go ahead with it and just be okay with being anxious and being okay with being 
shitting yourself like that you on the mic you know you weren't really calm going on the mic but you were fucking okay of getting on the stage and being anxious but still going ahead and doing it you know you were probably nervous going into yoga thinking what the hell am i doing but you were still okay to go ahead with it same with calisthenics same with walking up to him in the gym and being like can you coach me there's just t- same with businesses this is probably this business is like we out my depth like is this even going to work but guess what i'm still going to go ahead with it because I, mm-hmm. I i'm okay of sitting in the discomfort and i'm okay of just going ahead with the things that i want to do without needing to feel ready and not without feeling to need confidence first, because that's not how life works. You know, confidence comes later. You build confidence. You don't mm-hmm. get confidence and then you do things, you know? But yeah, Jason, honestly, I fucking love you, dude. And I uh, honestly, I feel like, like I said, I see it guess, but like, I feel like I've truly seen you, you know I mean? I'm sitting with you and I know that I respect you highly because you are one of the people that inspired me to, like I said, to be vulnerable, to be authentic, and every time I speak to you just off the podcast, it's always just, I always just get Jason, you know, I always get the raw you. And I really admire that about people when we're able to really take off our masks and just talk about real life shit. Uh, so just thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on. And yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you. I appreciate it. Really, yeah. thank you.